Hey, welcome back to the Salvation Army's Fit for Life podcast. This is Lance again. Um, In the last episode, we kind of challenged you to see if Fit for Life is something that is going to be for you. In this episode, we want to lay out the basics of how the program works. And so before we get into that, though, uh, you have to understand that the the primary goal of the Salvation Army as as an entity uh, is to do the most good. That is their motto, doing the most good. And they offer help to everybody who is in need through a variety of programs and services. And they do it all for the glory of Jesus Christ. And so a lot of people don't realize that, but first and foremost, the Salvation Army is a Christian church. And so everything that they do ultimately leads to glory for Jesus Christ. And the Fit for Life program is uh, one of the ways that the fitness department uh, at the Salvation Army turns around and then uh, helps reiterate that goal of doing the most good in Jesus Christ's name. And so it's a really interesting way of taking a look in a nutshell of what what does the Bible say about living a healthy lifestyle? And uh, in that context, what we decided is that uh, there are four elements, really just four elements that you can compile everything else into um, that could constitute a healthy lifestyle. And those elements are body, mind, spirit, and service. Um, And so for the body, uh, you know, this incorporates the need for physical fitness, for exercise, you know, for proper diet and nutrition, uh, effective recovery and and stress management. All of those things go into what incorporates the body. Um, For the mind, uh, it's it's the mental need to educate and sharpen your mind and develop a disciplined and focused mindset. Um, especially in areas when it, when it comes to dealing with health and wellness and, and Christian understanding. The third element in Fit for Life is the spirit, of course. And this is nurturing your souls by drawing closer to Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, as we take a look at what the Bible says about our bodies uh, and our, our health and our wellness. Because surprisingly, it does say quite a bit. And the fourth element in Fit for Life is service. Uh, so we got mind, body, spirit, and service. And what is service? Well, service really is what the Salvation Army does. I mean, if you think about it for a minute, um, they're going out there and they're feeding the homeless and they're, they're clothing those that are in need. Uh, they are out there helping those people that need help. And there's a lot of ways that the Salvation Army does that, especially if, you have, if you're lucky enough to have a croc center nearby. And so service is a critical element. And here's what we find out. When your body and your mind and your spirit are all right, the natural resonation is to go out and do things for other people, to go out and use those gifts and those talents uh, that you have and that you've been working on improving and going out and doing the most good for somebody else in Jesus Christ's name. Because, you know, as they say in the Christian world, you might be the only Jesus that somebody ever sees. And so that's really what this is all about. So those are the four elements of Fit for Life, body, mind, spirit, and service. And how the program works is uh, throughout the course of a 12-month program, there are elements in each of those four main pillars that have requirements in them that we address so that we can work on sharpening those. Um, Think of it like this. Fit for Life is a commitment on your part. It's an investment in yourself. It's an investment in your future. Um, It is a 12-month-long program, 12 calendar months, um, that prepares you for a lifelong, independent, active, healthy lifestyle. Think of it kind of like a doctor that goes to medical school. 
Um, as soon as that doctor goes to four years of medical school and they graduate and they've got that piece of paper that says, you know, so-and-so MD, does that make them an accomplished physician at that point? No, it just gave them the grounding. It gave them the basics uh, to go about it. And so the real work begins at that point for them. And that's kind of what Fit for Life is uh, for participants. It is a year-long training program. It's an investment. The time you put in, uh, the effort that you put in is an investment. And I will tell you this, uh, we always tell folks in Fit for Life this, that what you get out of the program is a direct, a direct reflection of what you put into the program. If you just do the bare basics and just do the minimum, that's what you're going to get out of it is the minimum. But if you really go all out, if you put in every ounce of effort that you can, not only will you see tremendous results in the form of looking better and feeling better, you're going to be spiritually stronger. You're going to have stronger relationships. You're going to have a mindset that um, really takes a lot to throw off. You're going to be something else. So that's what we're looking at. Now, uh, in the Fit for Life program, we run this, this 12-month-long program, we run it in three cycles annually. Uh, think of it similar to, uh, to like a college trimester. Um, each cycle is, is approximately four months long, okay? And during each cycle, that's when we address each of those four elements that I talked about earlier, mind, body, spirit, and service. Uh, and we address those through a variety of different uh, programs and opportunities. Um, Fit for Life's three annual cycles okay, in, in, uh, include a roughly 100 days worth of potential activity uh, over about 15 to 16 consecutive weeks. Um, those cycles include this. You've got your spring cycle uh, that starts in January through and goes through April. You've got your summer cycle that goes from May until August. Then you've got your fall-winter cycle that goes from September through December. And so those are three separate cycles. Anybody can come into the program at the beginning of any of those cycles. Um, but and so it doesn't matter when you join. Uh, you can join in the spring, you can join in the summer, you can join in the fall, winter. Um, but you can only join at the beginning of any particular cycle. Now, once you join your first four months, no matter whether it is in the spring or in the summer or in the fall winter. Your first four months are considered or called your first active cycle. You're going to hear that phrase a lot, your first active cycle. Uh, your next four months, so as soon as you finish your first four, you move on to the second phase of the program. And your second four months are called your tether cycle. Okay, tether. You guys remember tetherball back in grade school um, that had the pole with the, uh, the ball attached to a string on it. Well, that string was the tether that held the ball on. And so the tether cycle includes some strings that kind of hold you back to the program. And we'll get into that in a little bit more. Uh, but then your final four months in the program uh, are considered your second active cycle. Okay, um, so you've got a first active cycle, your first four months, your tether cycle, your middle four months, and then your second active cycle, which is your final four months in the program. And in each month, each cycle rather, you have to earn, um, well, you have to complete requirements in each of those four pillars of Fit for Life, mind, body, spirit, and service, in order to graduate from that particular cycle and advance into the next. 
and then eventually to graduate from the program. So you have to earn that right to do that. Um, there are two different require, levels of requirements, if you will, to earn that right. Uh, there are minimum requirements. These must be met in order to remain in and advance in the program. Uh, and then there are honors requirements. And those honors requirements uh, have to be met if you'd like to graduate the program with honors. And uh, we always tell everybody, you do want to shoot for those honors program requirements because, uh, well, as we'll find out a little bit later, the reward there is pretty amazing. So um, one thing everyone has to understand is that advancement and graduation is not automatic and it's not guaranteed. What it is, is earned. It is earned. Uh, failure to meet any of the minimum program requirements in any cycle, uh, in, in any of those pillars in that cycle, could result in a removal from the program. So uh, all requirements for any given cycle must be completed by the program's cutoff date. So there is a time and a date to get everything in by and everything completed by. And uh, in order to advance on to the next round or the next cycle, you have to have everything done by that completion date. Um, and that completion date, by the way, is approximately halfway through the final month of each respective cycle. So you don't truly get a full four months. It's closer to three and a half months uh, to complete all of these requirements. Um, at the end of each cycle, uh, after the progress cutoff date, there is a brief break period of approximately two to three weeks before the next cycle starts. Uh, so no progress can be recorded during this period, uh, although memberships will still be active. And so uh, you'll still be able to work out and exercise. Um, your first active cycle and your second active cycle involve a lot of closely supervised activity. Okay, it's high accountability during those cycles. Um, and you also maintain uh, certain very progressive goals during those cycles. The tether cycle, however, involves less direct supervision, but still a high level of accountability. Okay, it includes, like I said earlier, several tethers that allow you to maintain a connection to the program. Um, the, set, the tether cycle, a lot of people look at the tether cycle as a test. Okay, um, during your first active cycle, um, like I said, you're going to be working with a trainer. Uh, they're going to be working with you a certain number of times each week. You're going to be coming to Daniel Plan meetings uh, as we use the Daniel Plan as the spiritual foundation of the program. Um, there, you're going to be doing dirty foot projects, which is the service element of the program. There is a lot of supervision, a lot of accountability during your first active cycle. But then when you get into your tether cycle, a lot of that accountability, excuse me, a lot of that supervision is taken away and you have to learn how to take what you learned in your first active cycle and apply it now to yourself. Because ultimately the tether cycle is a test for how well you're going to do when you're out of the program, when you've graduated, when you're done with it. How well are you going to do? Well, the tether cycle is your opportunity to find out while you can still course correct. And then of course, when you come back from your tether cycle into your second active cycle, your final three months of the program, uh, the requirements for everything all across the board in those four areas 
uh, they increase. And so you're, there's busier work, there's more challenges and things like that. So there's a lot of things that um, you'll have to do in the second active cycle that you don't necessarily have to do in the first active cycle. And so we're going to get into those here in just a little bit specifically. We're going to go through uh, each of the four pillars, uh, body, mind, spirit, and service. And we're going to talk about what are the requirements in first active cycle, tether cycle, and second active cycle uh, so that we can uh, make sure that we've got everything as a cohesive, you know, get, we get a cohesive understanding of what to expect. So thank you for joining me on this very brief introduction uh, to the Fit for Life program. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the specific pillars on our next one. Thank you for joining us and I look forward to seeing you again soon.